Hey friends, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. I'm Rob Kosberg, and every week I show you how to use a best-selling book to grow your income and your impact. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, I recorded a short video explaining our trademarked process at beginmybook.com. Hey, welcome everybody. It's Rob here uh, with a special episode of the Publish Promote Profit podcast. I'm here with uh, an old friend. We uh, met each other in uh, Russell Brunson's inner circle quite a few years back, and I have admired from afar what uh, Dean Holland has done with his best-selling book, The Iceberg Effect. Uh, if you don't know who Dean is, I mean, Dean spoke on stage at Funnel Hacking 2018 in front of a massive crowd. He's a TEDx speaker featured in, in Entrepreneur. His company Internet Profits has been around for, gosh, more than 10 years now, Dean? Correct. Yeah. Helping new entrepreneurs uh, to be successful in internet marketing. So we're going to do a deep dive into Dean's book funnel and what that looks like with the iceberg effect. Before we even start, Dean, maybe like give me a, a rundown and, and tell us who are you primarily serving in your business? What what does your, your business look like You know that the iceberg effect leads to? Yeah, no, great question. Appreciate the introduction. Appreciate uh, being here, Rob, as well. Looking forward to sharing some stuff. So I guess it would be fair to say that we work with people that are very much at the beginning stage of their journey. You know, I would say these are people that are beginners. They're not experts. They don't come to us where they've got an, an area of expertise to teach. And so because of that, we generally take people down a path of teaching them things like affiliate marketing, whereby, yeah. you know, they don't have to have the expertise yet to create their own products, courses, coachings, opportunities. They're essentially leveraging other businesses, products and services and acting as an affiliate marketer, being that they can learn to promote those products and they earn a commission on sales that they generate for other businesses. Love it. And that's so we, you know, very much focus on that early stage entrepreneur, I guess. Beautiful. So you're not only helping them to use affiliate marketing, but you're also, I imagine, teaching them traffic strategies and sales strategies and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So everything from traffic generation to building and growing an audience, you know, and having an email list, email marketing and follow up and making offers and sales and all kinds of things along that spectrum. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Well, I've been watching your iceberg effect has been out, what, at least two years, maybe longer than that or, or a little over two years. Yes. Yeah. Just over. Awesome. And I've been watching you spend money on paid advertising. You're marketing it regularly on Facebook, on paid traffic channels. Do me a favor, map out what the iceberg effect, you know, from the actual book itself, bumps, one-time offers, one-time offer, one, two, et cetera, and what eventually it leads to. And let's just dive into deep on some of the metrics of that stuff. Yeah, no, great question. So I actually have a few different things that we do with book funnels. So this the structure I'm about to give is, is generally the structure I will always deploy for a book funnel. So this has been pretty consistent over right. every book project I've ever done. So we will have the the book and generally I will, uh, my approach personally is I want to pr price that shipping and handling as low as I possibly can. Okay. So we give the book for free and we just, you know, it's a, it's a free plus shipping style offer. Now, you know, generally speaking, the reason I point that out is because generally speaking, a lot of people especially if they're shipping internationally, they might have two different prices, you know, domestic shipping, international. True. And, the, and the, you know, whilst I totally understand it and people are generally being quite genuine and 
covering their costs when they do that. You know, it's my experience, perhaps this is because I live in the UK and pretty much all my customers are international. I generally think that the the shipping can get fairly expensive. You know, the reality of shipping a book internationally across the world, it's not as cheap as I think some people might imagine. And so I've, I've generally tried to make the rest of my funnel work well enough that I can undercharge for my shipping and handling because that way, to me, I'm going to get more customers flowing through my business there. And because like we'll talk about shortly, and you've already kind of hinted at, because I've got a back end to my business, you know, it's not, it doesn't end with the book. That's just the beginning. I'm at a point where I want as many customers flowing through that process as I can. So for me, my shipping and handling is just $7.96 right now. Love it. Uh, And that's international. That's anywhere in the world. That's anywhere in the world, yes, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, mine is fourteen ninety five, and I've never actually considered what it might look like reducing that price and and simply going to new markets. So that is a great tip right out of the gate. Love it. Um, tell yeah. me, are you offering any bonuses on the right on the front end for that seven ninety six just pay for shipping thing? Yes, absolutely. So I actually give the audio version of my book for free as a bonus, because one of the things that I think when you're shipping a physical book, you know, it does carry, especially, you know, Amazon have stuck it to all of us normal businesses, haven't they? Giving overnight, same day shipping and things like this. So, you know, whenever we did notice, you know, people are thinking, oh, gosh, well, how long do I have to wait to receive the book? And, you know, all this sort of stuff. So for us, rather than actually sell the audio book, we said, look, when you order the book, we'll give you the audio version immediately so you can start now. So that was a a positive uh, benefit that increased our conversions by doing that. And then, yes, we do have some other bonuses as well, such as, for example, we've got a video masterclass version of the book, uh, which you might think of that as a, as a webinar, uh, which I suppose it is in a way. It's kind of like we're getting a perfect webinar into our actual program uh, and into our book that way. So that's another bonus that we have. And I think there's one other. Oh, yeah, we've just got... Um, we send, because there's like a seven day or so period while they're waiting to receive the book, I send them a daily surprise for the first seven days, nice. which is which is just some additional training, which yeah. is just kind of indoctrinating our customers anyway into the lessons of the book. So they get the so they get the physical book, they get the audio version of the book as a bonus, they get the video masterclass of the book as a bonus, and then I send them a surprise every day for seven days as another bonus as well. Love it, love it, love it. Now, have you have you considered or have have you tested a digital version of it on the front end instead of the free plus shipping? Wonder what that looks like or if you've tried that. Yeah, I'll be honest. I haven't tried that with this particular book purely on the basis that I think, you know, when you have a PDF, it's very, very much easier to copy and people to just upload that online. And so I wanted to avoid that little part. But the other side of things is as well, just to preempt this. So I've been in business more than 10 years and I used to only have digital products. I'd never used to have anything physical like a book or anything. And we used to, when we were driving traffic to purely digital offers, you know, we might get from cold traffic, our conversions might be anywhere from one to 3% in that range. The moment I started transitioning our front end offers to a physical item like a book, our conversions went up to five to 10%. Wow. Awesome. So it, it, that in and of itself transformed the face of the business because we were spending the same money on traffic, sending the same amount of traffic, but getting three, five plus times the number of customers from that. Fantastic. 
I love and the it. only change was a physical item. So I think it was that tangible value that people could hold it. And it feels, you know, it's a lot more real, isn't it? When you hold a book yeah. in comparison to downloading a PDF, there's a, there's a difference there. And love that it. definitely showed in our conversions. Love that. How many, you know, it's interesting. I, we were talking before and I told you I was just at uh, Todd Brown's mastermind, which top one, which I joined. And I met two guys independent of each other. And both of them told me one lived in Portugal, one lived in Ohio. Both of them told me they had that my physical book sitting on their bookshelf. So there's something about, you know, like having the book literally yeah. right there on their desk, their, their bookshelf. How many, do you have uh, rough numbers on how many you've, you've shipped over the last couple of years that you've done it? Be in the region of about 15,000. Love it. Love it. Congratulations on that. That's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. So conversions went two times, three times, five times because you're using the actual physical version of the book. Love it. What comes after that? What's the first bump, upsells, et cetera? Let's talk through the numbers of that. Sure. So the book, $7.96 shipping and handling. We then have an immediate order bump on the actual order form at the same time as they're ordering the book. Uh, that's currently, uh, that's a $17 Product, uh, uh, offer. Okay. So we didn't go, you know, you can certainly, in my experience, I found that in the range of 10 to $30 roughly has been working best for us with order bumps. Good. Just so happens to be the sweet spot with this one is $17 and it actually converts at 42%. Whoa, that is a great bump. So right out of the gate, you're increasing your average order value by seven, eight bucks just because Correct. you have a great bump right out of the gate. Okay. Tell me yeah. about your thinking in creating that bump. Like obviously, you know, you have to think about what the needs of your customer are, what's the next thing or the thing that they're going to be most interested in. So talk to me about that thinking, why you chose that bump, et cetera. Yeah, no, good question. So uh, for me, it, it's a lot about the congruency and, and, and also has to be something that hasn't already been answered okay. in the initial purchase, but without taking away from that initial purchase as well. You know, I think in my experience, I've seen a lot of people do things like order bumps and generally upsells wrong, and it leaves a sour taste in the customer's right. mouth because they were almost led to feel that they were getting all these answers, but then an upsell or an order bump can, can if, you're not, if you're not careful, can take away from that. And they think, hang right. on, I thought this was what I was already getting. Right. So for me, it's got to be something that's congruent, but solves the next problem. Okay. You know, and so for me, I guess it would be fair to say my assessment would be the book is going to give them the clarity and the understanding on how affiliate marketing works. Well, now everything from that point onwards kind of follows on in terms of areas of actually doing it. So, you know, for example, with, with my order bump, it is, you know, a teaching and a training about how we generate across my other bit, across all my businesses, hundreds of customers a day. Right. You know, and so it's kind of like this natural flow. It's like you're about to learn how affiliate marketing works. Well, this additional training is going to show you how we actually use this to get hundreds of customers a day. Yeah. So it's yeah. very enticing. It sounds very appealing, doesn't it? And it's something Clearly. that we can explain in a very, very short period of time. I mean, it's literally two, two sentences of text, right. you know, and we're simply saying, hey, do you want to learn how we use this to get hundreds of customers a day? Yeah. It's, you know, a training and it's only $17. And as the conversions show, it, it, it seems to have really hit a sweet spot. Yeah, it also, it has the feeling of, you're looking behind the curtain as well, right? Like yes. I, I get to see something that other people aren't seeing. And so there's a curiosity factor and a mystery factor. Like you, you say that and I go, Oh, I want it. I want that. <laughs> I want to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I think that's it. the key with the order bump, especially is it has to be something that someone can either say, 
no quickly or yes quickly. Yeah. You know, nobody's, and I think this is especially the case with a physical book. You know, somebody's not going to typically come through this funnel ever again. Yeah. Nobody, most general people aren't going to say, oh, I ordered this book last week. Let me buy another copy. Right. You know, usually it's, I've got that book. Got one shot. So, yeah. So with this, it's like they've got that one shot. And if they can see the appeal of that and it's enticing, this is their one and only chance and they know it. So it, it can generally work really well if you hit those marks. Awesome, Dean. Awesome. Okay. Are there one-time offers that you're making? And could you go through what, what that looks like as well? Yeah. So uh, funny, very timely we're speaking to you. In the last few weeks, we've actually made some quite significant changes mm. to our upsell flow. So they've ordered the book. They've chosen yes or no on that order bump now, and it's straight into our upsell flow. Now, for me, I don't generally like to have more than two additional offers that come after the book, but I will also incorporate downsells with that. So, you know, if there's two specific offers and downsells on each, then I suppose there are a maximum of four more steps right. that somebody might now see. Right. So one of the interesting changes that I think would be super valuable to share is that we made a change about maybe six weeks ago, the first change, I said, you know what, we're getting too complacent with our funnel. Let's start to change things. Let's let's try. Let's just play around with it. Smart. And the first change that I made, I just reordered the upsells and it increased our average order value by 20%. Crazy. That is I didn't crazy. change anything other than I switched that one that was second to being the first one. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and interestingly, the, 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 the major differences in those and what I attribute this change to is that the second upsell, I, I'd done like an ascension thing. So the prices started low and went higher. Um, and so my second upsell was $197. The first upsell was $47. But what I discovered when I started to really dig into the numbers is there is an abandonment as people flow through. So not right. everybody's going to even visit that second upsell. Some are going to leave. Yes. And so what I discovered is by having our highest value upsell first, we now saw that maximum number of people were seeing that upsell. And so not only two things happened. Number one, it got more exposure to our most highest value upsell that contributed the most to the value, the average order value. But for some strange reason, and I can't quantify why this is, it converted higher as well as the first upsell in comparison to the second. Incredible. So you got 20% higher take rate at a $197 offer instead of a $47 offer right out of the gate. Correct. Wow. Boy, that must have radically changed your your numbers and your metrics on what the you know what the value of the funnel is now. Oh, huge. Well, these changes that I'm talking about, overall, they ended up doubling our average order value. Incredible. You know, it's interesting. I, I just had a talk with a mutual friend of ours, Joel Irway, and oh, he yeah. was saying something very, very similar uh, on his book funnel, his suggestion, because I do the exact same thing and, and I'm, I'm, I'm work, reworking mine. Mine was 47 and then 297. And he said, you're making a mistake for the exact same reasons. He said, you really need to put the higher value offer on the front end. He did that. His average I think average order value is in the $85 to $90 range, which is very wow. significant in a book funnel. So, wow, that's you're the second person. I love to hear that. That is a great, great tip. Yeah, no, no, fantastic. So, so a couple of other tricks that we sort of uh, added in here, um, because of the fact that I don't like to have an endless upsell, downsell process, yeah, yeah. I wanted to almost try and see if I could find a way to add more additional opportunities for somebody to say yes without it feeling like 
I was adding more upsells and downsells. So a little trick that we we just recently did that made a great difference is instead of when they say no, sending them to a whole different almost downsell option and a whole different sales page, we started putting in these pop-ups. So when people press no, I would actually make a simple yes or no offer as a pop-up. So if they say no to the 197, instead of going to a whole new page, the first thing that happens is we say, hey, would it help if we broke that payment into two, half now, half in 30 days? Yes. And so usually that would have been a pretty fairly common downsell that we would give. But because we now did it as a pop-up and it was such a seamless process that didn't feel like we were making more offers to them, now when if they say no on that pop-up, now we actually sent them to a, a true downsell option where they got less within the program for a cheaper amount. So we were able to actually make, if you think about it, a $197 offer, a two-part payment on that offer, right. and then a $97 option for that program without it really feeling like we just made three offers. And that's important for me because I think, you know, the bigger picture here is not a book. It's that the book is the beginning of the relationship. And I think it's very easy to cause damage to that relationship early on if you kind of get too aggressive with your with your sales process. So that was a little tip as well, because now usually we wouldn't have had that. And now a percentage of people are saying yes on all those options now, you see. Incredible. And so what percentage... Are is the take rate on that one-time offer number one and the various the varieties of it? Like what what percentage are you getting on that one ninety-seven or or variety of offers? So we have approximately about a nine percent uptake on the one nine seven. Great. Then we have on the two-part payment plan from that, it's not that high on that one, although I think it's about the same. So give or take, it's around 10% of people that have said no originally will now take the two-part payment plan. And then we get approximately about 6% of people will take the, the downsell on that. That's that's incredible. I mean, you add all of that up and you're talking about almost 25% of the people yeah. are taking from a 97 to $197 upsell, which is increasing your order value 19 20 maybe $25 depending on what the in that region you know, yeah yeah that is that is fantastic and that was just swapping it and then i love the tip that you gave of just a simple pop up they click no you make another offer are you sure would this help kind of thing and it's easy for them to just click out of it or to accept it exactly exactly yeah. Beautiful. Okay, awesome. And you still have the OTO number two as well within the funnel? Correct. Yep. So we've also now, so we also have a $47 offer as our OTO two, which again, keeping in congruency with the process they've just gone through for us, that is a traffic training course. Okay. So that, you know, they, that's one of the things they're going to have to learn to do as an affiliate marketer is generate traffic. So we have a traffic training program uh, that's $47. And that actually uh, converts at, that's about 25%. Incredible. That's great. That's a a very, very high percentage for those of you that are listening. I mean, what a great funnel. So what is your average order value in the entirety of the funnel? And I know that it doesn't end there. I want to talk about what the next steps are and and what, you know, where the customer journey is actually leading to. But what is the average order value of the entire funnel now? And and maybe if you could share also, what's the cost of acquisition for a a book buyer and, and that kind of front end part of it? Sure. So our average order value on that is about $54. Awesome. And that's double what it roughly double what it used to be before you made the the changes. Correct. Yeah, we were about $28 before. 
Fantastic. Boy, you'll be spending more money on traffic than I assume. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And interestingly, you know, I think uh, a lot of these changes were worked on because I, you speak of cost of acquisition. Our cost of acquisition has been continually going up, right? you know, and especially in recent months. And so it, this this came out of a necessity. I suppose it would be fair to say, given that we probably could have done this 18 months ago, we got quite comfortable. You know, it's quite typical. comforting to have a funnel like that that just works, yeah. but it, only because of these increases in acquisition we were like okay we got to get back in the lab roll up our sleeves here and, and yeah. figure some stuff out yeah love it love it and roughly cost of of acquisition what it's been what it's kind of averaged and i know you probably use different sources of media and it's probably different on different media or maybe could you speak to that sure yeah no actually we're uh I would say I think we're in a risky position in that we only have one main source of okay. media right now. So we have a paid source, which we use Facebook, and we also do have some affiliates driving traffic to us. So we got like those as our two main streams. But in terms of paid acquisition, uh, we're currently exclusively using Facebook for that. We used to have a cost per acquisition of about $30, mm. uh, which is why we were quite comfortable at yeah. about $28. It was like, okay, this is you know fairly break, almost break even. Let's just leave Perfect. it. Let's find it. like printing money. Exactly. Exactly. Now, unfortunately, over the last sort of six or so months, six to 12 months, our cost per acquisition has more than doubled Yeah, uh, on Facebook. So we went from $30 and it just gradually was going up. And then the iOS changes came in that made a quite a significant difference. And so we've been currently paying in the region of 60 to $80 per acquisition. Uh, but like I say, we, we, we recoup on immediately, you know, immediately we're recouping about, you know, just under $55 of that. So we are actually in a position where we're going negative to acquire customers, but because of everything else that then follows, we are able to make that work. Yes. And, and, and slightly negative, right? I mean, uh, you know, sure. what, what people need to understand with any type of paid traffic or advertising, even if you're offering a free giveaway, you know, a simple opt-in, it still might cost 10 or 12 bucks to actually get that opt-in. If you're driving people to a webinar or a workshop or a challenge, there's going to be a cost of acquisition that you're never going to see a return from uh, until you sell your thing on the webinar or workshop or challenge or whatever. So, you know, you're actually getting buyers and you're, you know, barely in the red. It's not very significant. So that's, you know, I mean, look, that's the holy grail. Obviously, the exactly. holy grail is making money on the front sure. end. But, you know, I mean, almost break even, especially for something that you've been running for two years consistently. Amazing. Congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. And I think just to pick up on what you've just said, I think that's a fantastic perspective because I do think, you know, sometimes, and especially if you've not done it before, it can be quite unnerving to think, oh my gosh, I'm spending money and I'm not, you know, I'm going in the red. But you just hit the nail perfectly. I think when somebody like explains the process I've just explained, people see like, oh gosh, so you're losing money to acquire customers. But just like you've just said, you know, who isn't losing money right. upfront, really? Right. You know, if you're going to a webinar registration, a lot of people I know, they're paying 10 to $20 for an opt-in for somebody's yes. email address. Yes. You know, and so you are losing 10 to $20 for that email under the hope that the expectation that you will make that back through what you're doing. Now, I'm getting qualified customers that are transacting with me with their credit card. And it's a very, very different relationship. Somebody yeah. handing an email to access a webinar to somebody paying you to receive your book through the mail. There is a whole different relationship there. There is so much more authority, trust, credibility that is going into that transaction that's taking place. And, you know, so while somebody else might 
get a hundred opt-ins for their webinar and they've spent one to two thousand dollars and they're in the red. Well, for that same one to two thousand dollars in the red, I'm getting dozens of customers that have transacted with me with their credit card. Right. You know, and right. so when you pay, you pay. I, attention. I've tried a lot of things. Believe me, this is not a problem. What we're explaining here, this I, is great. I, I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, when people understand, we did some math on it some time ago, and I don't know what the math looks like today. I need to go back and look at it. But we discovered that a book buyer was sixteen times more valuable than an email opt-in, because when you do a webinar, and we do webinars, you do webinars. You know, when you do a webinar, you're only going to get about twenty to twenty-five percent of the people to even show up for the webinar, yeah. maybe another percentage watch the webinar. And so right out of the gate, 75% of the people aren't even going to see your offer. They're not even going to have a chance to give you money. And then, of course, what percentage of the 25% actually do buy? And so, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're using paid advertising, you need to get comfortable with that idea. But an email opt-in is far less valuable than a book oh, buyer. Yeah. We have discovered, and, and obviously you've discovered as well. So let's talk about the magic that makes it all work, because you can't make up on volume losing money on the front end, right? So you're doing sure. something on the back end <laughs> to make yeah. some cash. Talk to me about what your back end looks like and also the process of taking them from the book funnel to what the back end is uh, like an application process etc yeah no so we fairly quickly to be honest move straight into our ongoing promotions now you know uh, I think um, I've played around with a lot of different approaches with this over the years because I think when I first had a book I thought well we've got to wait for them to get the book and then wait for them to read the book and you know so maybe that's uh, you know one to two weeks to get the book and maybe a week or two to read the book. So, right. you know, let's not do too much here for the first few weeks of getting a customer. And I started encountering these problems where I was thinking like, hmm, our response on the back end of my business just isn't as high as I thought it would be. And so we went completely the other way. And so we started our back end promotions the same day they ordered the book, just in a bit of a lighter way. And so yeah. The moment we've got somebody order our book, we start sending daily emails. They begin receiving daily messages from us through into their email inbox. A lot of those are focused on consumption initially, you know, right. so we've got these bonuses. We want them to consume our stuff because that's what that's what we found where the real magic happens. It's not just that they ordered the book. Our best ideal clients further into our sales process is somebody that's read that book. Yeah. You know, they've consumed the book. They've listened to the audio book. They've watched the, the bonus accompanying tutorials. That person is so indoctrinated into our world now. So early on, we want to get that consumption up. But fairly quickly, we start moving them into an opportunity whereby we have say, a, a sales page with a video sales letter on that is introducing them to how we can work together. So for us, we have a, uh, you know, a program that we have, a coaching program. We've got two options for that right now. We just changed some of our pricing. So we have a uh, just under $3,000 package and we have a $5,000 package initially. And so it's both the same program. The only difference in there is the period of time with access to our coaching calls that we do. So we adjust the pricing based on, is it six months? Is it 12 months? Mm. So we've got those two options. So essentially, we're sending people now to a page that's got a 27-minute video on it, some further details about that page. And the simplified explanation is, is they watch that. They, you know, if they're interested in the program, they click a button, they fill in an application form. And we've created a system whereby now, based on certain answers to certain questions, 
they will get redirected as a result of that application to one of two places. Smart. One of them is either we've pre-qualified you for a phone call, use the calendar below to choose the date and time for that call, or based on certain answers to certain questions, we say, you know, we don't feel that the program looks like it's the right time for you right now. Usually that's based on affordability. If I'm just completely transparent with you. It's usually a financial obligation that they can't meet. And so from there, we would redirect them to another one of our lower priced, more affordable programs for their current situation. So even our application now has been monetized. And that's been a positive difference because we used to find that about roughly half of all of our applications were not qualified and we didn't even you know want to have a call and we kind of used to just throw them to one side you know whereas now we're starting to monetize those which has been a positive difference as well and so quite simply it goes from you know they've ordered the book they've come through that process they're now receiving daily follow-up from us we've got other things that we do Uh, you know we call them and say thank you for ordering the book you know, so we've got these multiple touch points that we aim to do in multiple ways because yeah. not everyone reads email, yeah. not everyone answers the phone. So yeah. uh, we also have ads that we're retargeting our customers. So we've got an ad approach, we've got a phone approach, we've got an email approach, but all point, all roads pointing to this one page where they can find out about working with us and they can go on to apply and, and actually have a call. And our sales are then done at that at that three and $5,000 level. That is done via a phone call. Love it. Boy, I have so many questions. Uh, <laughs> you just gave you gave a lot of gold. Thank you for your generosity in that. Talk to me about the, you know, sending unqualified ones to the other offer. My assumption is this is uh, an automated offer that you're making, almost like watch this video sales letter type of thing. Correct. And have you tracked like what your actual monetary results are from that? Like, like you were never going more than likely you were not going to sell these people into a three thousand or a five thousand dollar program. So, what has it meant to your business simply directing them into something else without ever having that phone call? So, talk to me. And is it a video sales letter? Is it that simple? Yes, correct. Yeah, very very simple process. So, we've got a video sales letter for a program that is uh, two or three hundred dollars. It's, it's like a challenge type product, you know, okay. so whereas, uh, you know, it kind of teaches them this program kind of sh- teaches them to do what's in the book and gives them like done for you resources. And we have like what a member of my team runs a like a weekly live Q&A call. So it's kind of like a it's like a take. I think of it as like a taster menu yeah. to actually working with us. Yeah. So it's you know, they get to experience that because one of the things we found, you know, some people, you know, they perhaps just don't quite have the trust yet to right. tell you that they can afford to work with you, right, true. you know, and so they're answering certain questions because they don't want to say, and I understand that. And so what we found is like, how can we give people a taste of the experience of being a client without the expense on our part of them becoming a client? And so that's what we've done now. And so if we, if that based on certain answers, we're unable to have a call with them at that stage, there is a simple video they go to that simply says, if I paraphrase, it's thank you so much for expressing interest in working with us and becoming a mentorship client. Unfortunately, based on certain answers you just responded to in our application process, I've been unable to pre-qualify you for a phone call today. And that looks like it's because you're not currently in a position to afford the level of mentorship that we would have been able to provide. That was my next question. Do you explain why? So good. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a little three minute video that gives them personalized feedback to to why this is. Why are we rejecting them? Because it's a rejection. It's not nice, really. 
Uh, but it's just us not wanting to waste their time or build their hopes up only to say you can't afford it anyway, you know? So we have that sort of personalized response. And then what we say so that we're not now just cutting them off and leaving them sort of feeling like, wow, I needed your help and you've just left me here high and dry. We sort of say, but look, because there's many people in your situation that simply aren't able to work with us, we've put together something special that we feel really caters towards you in your current situation. And if that's something that you're willing and able to commit to, we feel that this is going to act as a perfect stepping stone to hopefully, if you do take action, you will one day be able to actually afford to work with us in our main program. Yeah. And so my goal now is not to, unfortunately, I can't do for you what I wanted to, but my goal is to get you in a situation where that no longer is your problem. Right. Right. You know, and so that's now becomes we've kind of so we've created if you imagine three steps, one of them is the book. The other end of the scale is push it in now saying, well, there is no, nowhere else to go. It's either one or the other. We've now got this sort of middle ground that we're able to feed people into. And for those people that that's all they could afford, it's great. It now helps them start getting results. And for people that we are finding, you know, some of these people could perhaps afford our mentorship, but they didn't really want to indicate that. We're finding now that we are beginning, because this is fairly new addition to what we're doing, but we are now finding that some of the people that indicated they couldn't afford our mentorship and did go into that program, they're circling back around. Now they've had a taste of an, yeah. a, an experience of working with us. They see that, oh, we are real. We do know what we're on about. Right. We're a good team of people. You build they're now trust. saying, oh, let me come back around. And so it's created this cycle where they come back around to apply for the program within a couple of weeks we're seeing of going into that one. Love it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Love your funnel. I love the simplicity, but the parts of it, obviously very, very successful. Congratulations on that. If you're willing, I, I would love to hear like two more things. One is approximately how many applications like based on book sales do you get? Do you know any percentages like 10% of the people that buy a book end up applying and they're qualified? And if you wouldn't mind, and totally up to you, uh, I'd love to know like what has the funnel produced in like real revenue for your company over the last two years? I know you do lots of other things, but just from the book funnel, what has that looked like if you're willing to share? Either way is fine. Sure, sure. So we are approximately, and bear in mind, I suppose it would be fair to say all the figures I'm giving today have been rounded up slightly. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be all, all down. You know, they're not exact because I'm not sitting in front of them. Right. Uh, but in terms of number of customers that order the book that then go in to complete an application, it's about 13%. Love it. Love it. That's what I found too. It's 10 to 15% that do it, which seems high, but that like is what it is across the board, which is fantastic. Love it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And then from there, like I say, you know, give or take it, it, about 60% it is of those people that apply are qualified and get onto the next stage, which is a yeah. phone call. Yeah. So I think, I think when all said and done, as everything works out, it is in the region of about 3% of people that pay me $7 shipping for my book will pay me $5,000. Wow. Beautiful. That's Excellent, excellent numbers. Good. Well, I can do the math on it, or you can tell me approximately what the funnel's been worth to you over the last couple of years. <laughs> well, because not as much as it should have, actually, because as much as I've just given you those prices, yeah. our program used to be $2,000. It was only seven weeks ago we changed all our pricing. So again, we're having to adapt to a lot of yeah. things because the landscape and the industry is changing yeah. a little bit. You know, yeah. certain things, your, like I say, take on ups. it isn't going to be reduced at all. I mean, people, no, it well, it's going to be the same or higher. 
<laughs> well, ironically, we are finding that at $5,000, it's selling better than at $2,000. <laughs> Isn't that just crazy? How ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, we'd sat on that for a good while. I was, yeah. it was quite a daunting prospect to think, wow, you know, I've sold it at $2,000 for years. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. I've got a level of confidence in that. Yeah. But we just knew we have to make some changes here. And so I was worried that it was going to go the opposite way. I thought, oh gosh, what if, what if we do two and X times the price and what if it goes backwards now? But it, it has hasn't it seemingly going the other way? Congrats. People are more interested. They're putting more value on what we're doing, yeah. which has been great. The importance of testing, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, you know, your other question was just in terms of what has this specific book funnel been worth to us? Uh, this is a multi seven figure a year funnel. Fantastic. Dean, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for your generosity. Uh, multi seven figures a year from a book. Obviously great people that you're working with, tons of success with it. Anything I didn't ask, any other book funnel type thoughts? Uh, you know, I try to be as thorough as possible, but if there's anything else from an expert like you, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, no, I don't think there's anything specific in terms of just like dissecting the funnel as such. I think we've gone through that well. But I mean, yeah. the one thing I would say just as the general concept is that there's so many ways that I can't even necessarily quite quantify that having a book and a book funnel has been so incredibly beneficial. I mean, for me, some of the biggest impacts really has been down to the trust and the credibility factor. Yeah. You know, the, the, the way people come to us now, you know, when they come through this process, the conversations we have on those phone calls are vastly different when somebody has got, like you've just said, somebody has got your book sat on their bedstand or something next to their bed, or, you know, they're going to the, to sit in the gym or a spa and they're reading your book. The difference that that physical, tangible book will make across the board of the business business, not just, oh, I said about conversions being higher on the front end, having a physical thing. Yes, that's great. We can quantify that. But then the difference as people flow through, mm. you know, that you see the difference in the in the applications, you you hear the difference on the phone calls, you see the difference in the uptake on your highest, you know, $5,000, $10,000 thing. Because we've got other stuff. I didn't get yeah. into that, but it yeah. doesn't stop at 5000 And, yeah. you know, I, I really, really think that having that physical thing that establishes you know, shares your your methodology, your thing, whatever that is, and presents it with that credibility and trust and authority. The difference is felt for years to come from your customers. They yeah. they think of you differently. They react to you differently. They they respect you and and kind of transact with you differently. Yeah. And I truly believe that the fact it's a book has been the difference. Yeah. You know, I don't say that empty. You know, I've got digital courses. I've even got some of my you know, instead of a book, I've got some content loaded onto flash drives, USB yeah. sticks, you know, so I try all different things. You know, I've got a cosmetics company with physical econ products. And honestly, I can safely say the something magical happens when you have a book. Yeah, it really does. And so I suppose that would be uh, perhaps just a perfect way to end this conversation, I guess. <laughs> I can't think of a better way. So uh, let, let's give them some links. Where can they learn more about you? Maybe get a copy of your book, uh, you know, learn more about, you know, what the iceberg effect is and affiliate marketing and that kind of thing. Oh, thank you. That's kind of you. I mean, I don't don't generally promote things, but I mean, you can uh, people perhaps just go to my my deanholland.com you know I, okay. I i start to try and keep a bit of updates on there on what we're doing so people can always see my book on there and that's just probably a, a bit of a hub to be able to go to different things that i do so that's probably a good thing thank you love it all right deanholland.com dean 
Dude, you were so generous. Uh, you shared like some absolute gold. And uh, thanks so much for being on the podcast and, uh, and in my upcoming book, uh, Book Funnel Secrets. Look forward to it, buddy. Exciting times. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening in on the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and like and subscribe to the podcast because every week I bring you either great guests or great teaching to help you to grow your income and your impact with a best-selling book. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, check out my short video which explains our trademark process at beginmybook.com.